what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good? Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. Happy New Year! I hope your 2022 is off to an amazing start. And even if you feel like it might not have been, we will help you turn that around on today. We're going to talk about how you are anointed. Yes, you, Y-O-U, you are anointed. I don't know if anyone has ever told you that before, if you've even ever considered that before, but we're going to explore that today because it makes a huge deal, specifically at the start of a new year when everyone is talking about goals and visions and what they want to accomplish. And you might feel like you don't quite measure up to all of those things that people are saying on the internet. I made a silly post the other day. on New Year's Eve that so many people are changing in a few hours and I can't meet, can't wait to meet you all because that's what it sounds like. That's what it looks like. You know, people walk around and parade around almost or just celebrate how this year is going to be so different and how so much is going to change and the harsh reality, the real talk reality is nothing will change unless you value things differently and unless you embrace changing and being transformed and you can't do that on the on your own we need god we need holy spirit to work with us to really walk out the newness of life we are a new creation but many of us don't choose to live and walk like it so in order to have a new year you have to value things differently and it's also important to recognize that you are anointed and what do i mean by that you are anointed to be who God uniquely designed and created you to be. Not who he created your neighbor to be, but who he uniquely designed and created you to be. You're not wired the same way as your neighbor. You don't look the same way as your neighbor. You don't have the same gifts and talents as your neighbor, as much as you might try to model that, right? You don't have those same things, but that doesn't make you any less special, any less significant. But... The Bible puts it this way, run your own race, run your own race. We have a huge tendency to try to run other people's races, to act like them, to try to produce the same results as them, to hustle a little bit harder. So we just even give the appearance that we're on the same level. And that, my friend, is actually a sad reality because the harsh truth about that is that you are not anointed to be your neighbor. And when you try to compare yourself to other people, when you try to do what other people are anointed and gifted to do, you end up utterly miserable and you are not a fun human to be around and you don't produce the results that your life is designed to produce. 
God doesn't hold you accountable to produce what other people are supposed to be producing with their lives or to create what they alone can create. God holds you accountable to the purpose, to the plan, to the talents, to the giftings, to the abilities, to the resources he's given you. Y-O-U, not your neighbor. So yes, you are anointed, but you are anointed to do what God has uniquely called, created, and designed you to do. And the good news, because yes, there's absolutely good news, the good news about that, the good, G-O-O-D, news about that, is that as you start leaning in and exploring how you are wired from within, how God has formed you, how he shaped you, the life experiences that reveal destiny to you, what lights you up with purpose and passion. As you start doing that inner work and you stop getting your eyes off of your own race, (laughs) you stop trying to cheat and look on other people's paper, right? As you look at your paper, as you look at your lane, as you run your own race, That is where fulfillment, that is where life, that is where joy comes from. That's where confidence comes from. It comes from running your own race and unapologetically, boldly, and courageously showing up to do what you alone can do. And it starts by being who that is, okay? So yes, you are 100% anointed, but you are only anointed to be you, okay? Now, God also puts it in his word. He puts it this way. It's Paul actually that writes, and it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Okay, so this is 2 Corinthians 1 verses 20 to 22. So we are, as children of God, we are anointed by God to be and become with the power of the Holy Spirit, who he's put us on earth to be, which is very exciting. And you can live every day with a sense of wonder and practicality about how to do that. And you walk that out through divine inspiration and obedience. And I like to say instant obedience. Obedience is not procrastination. It's not putting it off. It's trusting their Holy Spirit promptings, your intuition, a hunch, right? And actually following through on those and building a track record with God, which makes every day exciting because you don't necessarily know where God is going to lead, but you can be expectant and you can do life with God every day because how he has you doing life is different than how he's going to be working with anybody else. Okay. There's another explanation here that I want to share. It also means, anointing biblically also means to consecrate or to make sacred in ceremony, okay? So you know, you might think about anointing a high priest, for example, but it also just practically means dedicated to the service of God, okay? So while some make that sound like a big fancy word, it's also a privilege, right? It's an honor to be anointed by God, but that also is your call to be dedicated to the service of God. And what does that mean specifically for you in your life? And when in doubt, the Bible gives us really great tools to start just practically applying them. So for example, one of them for me in the very beginning was freeing myself from opinions. I don't have opinions. I'm just going to leave the live the truth. That's what I'm going to do. When in doubt, I'm going to look this up in the word and I'm going to apply that 
principle in my life. I'm not going to overthink this. I'm not going to form my own opinion or judgment about it. I'm just going to live the truth because that's valuable to me. So I'm going to pursue truth rather than my own opinions. I don't have opinions anymore, right? <laughs> that's a hard one for people to accept, okay? So to be chosen, to be favored, but it requires, anointing requires being responsible with your action, okay? Exodus 19.5 puts it this way. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. Okay, so super, super powerful. But being anointed, being chosen, being set apart, it's really a reminder of God's love. It's an invitation to participate and really partner with God in your life. It's something that provides a beautiful sense of purpose. It's no longer something that you're just searching for. It's something that you live from. It can help you make a stronger connection with God, and it can provide a new perspective and freedom for you. So it's something that's really, really beautiful. Now, I think it's important to highlight that it is so easy, as I mentioned, to be on social media and to scroll your day away comparing, look at what other people are celebrating, looking at what they're doing. And the whole time you were doing that, what are you not doing? You're not running your race. You're not focusing on what you're here to contribute. So a huge example of how this year could be different and by valuing different things, folks that just want to consume content, right? Just taking in content, not actually even applying what they're listening to, just looking at things on social media, just absorbing the news, just absorbing shows over and over, kind of vegging out, right? That type of person versus somebody who's driven to contribute. Somebody that's driven to contribute will be selective about the information they are being influenced by. They will manage their time in a different way. They will look for ways to contribute and how they're uniquely wired and gifted to contribute. They will go out of their way to add value to other people. They will live each day right? Looking for opportunities to contribute, not just consume. Two very different motivators, one who's motivated to consume and one who's motivated to contribute. Which one are you and which one will change your life, right? It's not to say that you shouldn't consume new information. I'm not saying that at all. But if your only objective is just to consume and be lazy and not challenge yourself or not even apply the information that you're being exposed to, that's a very different quality of life than somebody that's actually driven to contribute, okay? So, message. You are anointed, but that comes with responsibility, and it comes with you being responsible for you, how you think, how you speak, what you store up in your heart, what you pursue, how you are going to show up, what you are going to focus on. These are all decisions, particularly at the start of the new year, people start weighing through, all right? Now, it also requires that you value things differently. It's not valuing what other people are here to value and necessarily focusing on what they're focusing on, but what you are uniquely called to in this season and over or throughout this year. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to walk you through an exercise or a series of exercises that you can use to really help you focus on you <laughs> and what you are here to do this year and 
really provide for you the opportunity to decide that I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to compare. I'm not going to run anybody else's race. I'm not even going to allow myself to get invested in that. I am going to spend my time investing in me, taking responsibility for my thoughts, for my beliefs, for my actions, for my words, for what I am creating in my life, okay? I made a post yesterday, and I'm a huge advocate of declarations and really priming or training your mind and your body to believe (laughs) in the truth, right? A lot of times we believe lies, specifically subconsciously. So the only way you can impress your subconscious is by not only just speaking truth, but starting to believe it. And you only believe it as you practice it. So what I shared yesterday was I do not limit God by seeing limitation in myself. With God and myself, all things are possible. If you really get that wiring into your experience, you will show up as a different human. Okay, so let's dive in to this exercise. And I get that it's not visual, but you can still do this. Make this a year where you don't make excuses, where you actually just apply yourself. Okay, you can find value from anything. Trust. All right. So first step is to on a piece of paper write down these different life categories that I'm going to share with you, okay? This is something that I do with a lot of my clients and we do a whole deep dive and basically rehaul of their life, all right? But write down these different categories because clarity is power, okay? So what I want you to do as you write down these different categories, I want you without overthinking, just on a scale of one to 10, 10 being this area is phenomenal and it blew my mind last year. You're going to rate how you think that category was for you last year, okay? Because it's going to inform this year. So number one is career. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being this area was phenomenal and one being like, right? How would you rate your career? Just give it a number. Don't overthink it. Your career. The next one is your finances. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your finances? How did you do in your finances? Number three, your health. How would you rate your health? Number four, your social life. How would you rate your social life? Number five, your family. How would you rate your family on a scale of one to 10? That area of your life. Now I will say as a little caveat here, a lot of times we are looking for other people to do things for us to feel good. And that also is a setup for being miserable because you absolutely cannot control other people and how they show up in their response to you or to life in general, but you can absolutely show up differently. And that always is what it's offering you. 
an opportunity where you don't feel loved, where you don't feel appreciated, where you don't feel seen is an opportunity for you to show up and give that. And as you give, that's how you get to experience it. So you actually never have to wait on anybody else to make you feel some kind of way. That's freedom for somebody. Next one, romance. Scale of one to 10. 10 being amazing. How would you rate romance? Next one, fun. How would you rate the level of fun in your life in 2021? Spiritual life. How would you rate that? How spiritually aligned have you been this past year? Next one, contribution. You heard me just talk about that. How much did you contribute last year? When it comes to what we value, people that actually start living to contribute have such a high level of fulfillment in their life. It is wild. And lastly, personal growth. How would you rate your personal growth? Okay. Now, what you do with these categories, career, finances, health, social life, family, romance, fun, spiritual, contribution, personal growth. This is not in any particular order, and these aren't the only life categories that you have, okay? However, these are very common. Something that I've done in the book, God's Vibes Matter, Co-Laboring with God, I actually drew out a life wheel that is an invitation for you to look at this differently. So I encourage you, if this is starting to to spin some wheels for you, to go check out that book. You can find it over at julianapage.com. And if you want to go deeper into this, if this is something that you know is just scratching the surface, because it is, <laughs> that is what we do when we work together one-on-one. So if you really want to invest in your personal development, your spiritual life, your life in general, partnering with someone to help you do that is a game changer. Okay, so what you do with this What I recommend doing, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I took you through ten. So what you can do as you just wrote out all these categories and you rated them so that you can see this, draw a circle, okay, and divide it into ten pie pieces. And then what you want to do is you want to give each one of those a color. So you want to have ten different colors and you want to draw little dots so you can rate each one of the pie pieces. What you will see and you do when you do this is that we all, all of us, myself included, have a wheel that is uneven. And you know, if you put this uneven kind of wheel on your car, it will not work. You cannot drive your car with a broken wheel like that. That's all wonky and uneven, right? You wouldn't get very far. <laughs> But that, as a visual, is how we attempt to live our life. We really try to drive full speed ahead down the street with a wheel that is uneven. And we just accelerate, we just push harder, and we think that that's going to change our lives when really and truly we have to go within and realign and start adjusting there so that we can even out our wheel. Okay, this is not perfection, but this is about progress and sometimes a visual of helping you see how uneven these different life areas are in your life will give you a different way 
to move forward. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I didn't even invest in my spiritual development at all. Or I don't have any fun in my life. I only work. Like, is that how I want to continue? Is that what I can do? Or I don't even invest in my family, right? Like I just expect them to reach out to me or I just expect them to change or whatever it might be. This can be a very emotional exercise for some, but it is so, so empowering. Okay, so first step, Write out all the categories and rate them, then draw an actual pie, divide it into the 10 categories, draw little dots from from the spoke, the initial spoke in the center, all the way out to the edge of the circle, draw little dots that go up to 10, from zero to 10, and then draw a line around so you can see where each category is and draw in the color so you can see how your wheel adds up. And then what what some choose to do is look at the areas that are super low and start moving those up. Because inevitably, when you start changing one area, the other ones adjust too. But it really informs what you want to focus on because that wheel is what helped you create last year. Okay, and if you want a different year, you have to start adjusting your wheel. Can you already tell why it's so important to be focusing on your own life? Okay. So a couple of questions that you can ask yourself as you do this exercise. Where are you today? No judgment, no condemnation. Where are you today when you look at this wheel? And then ask, how far do you want to go? Ask this question. Where do you waste time? Where do you waste time? And I'll give you an exercise if you don't know the answer to that to make that clear. Where do you waste time? What can you do well? What can you do well? A lot of times we don't even ask ourselves these questions, so we keep getting the same things. If you want different results in your life, you have to ask yourself better questions. Another great reason why working with a coach is so powerful. We are trained to help you do that. What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to accomplish? God does not punish you by giving you these desires of your heart. They're calls to action and they require you to show up fully. How will you celebrate? A lot of times we suffer in life because we're always on to the next thing, on to the next thing, right? Like we just keep pushing, we keep driving and we are miserable. You've got to be able to stop and smell the roses, so to speak, or to be present and have and enjoy your life. You are robbing yourself when you don't actually celebrate what God has gifted you to do, enabled you to do, empowered you to do. What is in your life currently? Probably things that you used to pray for. It is not a service to yourself or anybody else when you can't actually celebrate. Where or how can you be more consistent? This is where many folks, at least 15 days into the year, 15, half the month, 15 days into the year, people have already stopped pursuing their vision or their goals. One, because they weren't clear. Two, because they weren't intentional. Three, because they hadn't practiced new habits and behaviors and they just fall back into old ones. And four, because they have no accountability. Okay, 15 days into the year. That, my friend, does not need to be you. (laughs) How can you be more consistent? You've got to make that clear because yes, 
There's going to be moments where you don't feel like it. But the great thing is, is you're not moved or driven by your feelings. They can inform you of things, but they don't need to rule your life. You do. And then what's your biggest goal for 2022? What are you going to value in 2022? How is 2022 going to be different? Okay. Then if you want to continue, I have a few more questions for you. What was the biggest thing that you achieved last year? What was the biggest thing that you achieved? And I can just share some examples. I really invested in my mental health because I thought that that was super important. So a full year of therapy. I published two books. I had huge relationship growth. I really invested in and stretched in a lot of personal development. So whether that's coaches or different programs, I really stretched myself. I graduated ministry school. Just for an example, um, I learned a lot of new skills that I did not have. So what was the biggest thing you achieved? What was your biggest learning moment? What was your biggest learning moment? One of the things that I teach and one of the things that I believe was one of my learning moments was managing mind and emotions. We grossly underestimate how powerful that is and how much that drives results in your life and the quality of your life. What held you back the most? Excuses, limiting beliefs, fear, holding yourself back, being relentless and just holding yourself back. If that didn't work for you, let's not carry that forward. What are you most embarrassed or frustrated with? You know, I'm really bringing up contribution, but if your desire is to serve and to impact and really make a difference in the lives of people around you, if you are not focused on contribution, that's going to feel miserable. If you're just consuming and wasting your life by wasting your time, that might feel really painful. What change will you make moving forward? Adding more value, being more bold, and getting specific on this. You don't want to be general. Like, how will you be bold? How will you be courageous? How will you be consistent? And then something that's helpful. A lot of people do this. I'm usually very prayerful about this. But having a word for 2022. This can be a prophetic word. You know, something like, it's going to be the best year yet. Just watch. <laughs> God is doing a new thing. Right? So something that can that can call you into order, something that the year is going to be about, that can really help you. But it's got to be an anchor word. You know, so I've had times where it's just been a word like joy. What I found was it was a year that was about the enemy trying to kill, steal, and destroy my joy. So joy was my weapon. <laughs> it's something that I had to call on and it's something that I had to choose to get really good at practicing. Okay. Other times it was just abiding. I had to practice because I wasn't good at being close and connected to God. So my strategy was just to abide in the Lord. That would keep me safe. Right? Rather than running to the phone, phoning a friend, I'm going to abide in the Lord. I'm going to seek the Lord first. I'm going to go strong in my relationship with God so that I know and I can trust that I'm being led by him. Okay, so it can be an anchor word, it can be a verse, it can be a prophetic word, but have something and just even write this on a piece of paper and explore it with God later. Because I find that the more simple you make it, the easier it is to show up and do.
all right? Now, I promised that I would tell you about time. So similar to that wheel of life, if you draw another pie and you divide it into 24 hours, okay? Just again, make pie pieces for 24, okay? So this is gonna include you sleeping at nighttime, okay? Now, <laughs> what you are gonna do with this pie is literally hash out or color in all of the time that is currently blocked on or in your 24 hours. So maybe you sleep for seven hours. Maybe you work out for an hour. Maybe you're eating in these different hours. Maybe you nap in this hour. Maybe you're actually working in these specific hours. Now the crazy thing, the crazy thing about this is when you actually draw out your time circle here, your time diagram, what happens is there are hours that are unaccounted for. I'm talking like five hours or more that you have no idea, absolutely no clue where that time's going and what you're doing with it. Could be watching TV, could be scrolling social media, could just be sleeping, but you are not doing anything with that time. You don't even know what's happening in that time. So when you think about people that don't have a lot of memories, there's nothing to remember. There's nothing worthwhile happening, right? And all I'm suggesting, yes, you can watch TV. I'm not TV shaming, okay? You can even have time blocked out where that's what you're gonna do because you do like the show or it brings you joy, whatever, right? And you can have that blocked. However, if you are, if you have five hours or more that are unaccountable for, you don't need to be watching TV for five hours. And if you really want to contribute or in, invest and add value in the lives of other people or change some of these life areas, you can be really working on those things in the unaccounted for time that you have on your calendar. Whether that's growing a, a business, whether that's developing community, whether that's investing in your personal development, you can do that in these unaccounted for hours. You've got to be clear, you've got to be intentional. So sometimes having a way to call yourself out is super valuable, okay? Now, what you're gonna do after looking at these life categories, how you rated them, seeing how uneven your wheel is, seeing where you are wasting time, which is a gift to you and the most valuable asset that you have, and depending on how you answer these questions, what you are gonna do is you are going to, with God, with Holy Spirit, write down your top 10 goals for the year. Again, you want them to be specific, and have some sort of measure on them, okay? Not just like, I wanna be more kind. Okay, what? What does that mean though? How are you actually gonna do that? How are people going to experience you being more kind? How are you going to develop yourself so that you actually have kindness in you to flow out of you? How are you gonna do that? Maybe you need to renew your mind first. Maybe you actually have some forgiveness and healing work to do because whatever is in you inevitably will flow out of you. As much as you try to hide it, it's still in there. Okay, so what you want to do is write down your top 10 goals. Okay, make these clear. And then something that is super powerful, I'm going to give you things that you can do once you have these goals written out. One of the things that I love to do is for all of these goals, I like to capture imagery. So if you have Pinterest, great. I, I even recommend just creating a new board on Pinterest and dropping images of all of your 10 goals, maybe five images per goal. 
Okay. So for each of your goals, one through 10, have five different images and you can make a board that has all those images in there. And then you can make a collage using an app of some kind, a photo app. You can actually dump all of these photos into an app and make it your computer background or your phone background so that you're constantly seeing it. You're on your phone all the time. You're on your computer all the time. So if you can constantly see these images, it can remind you and impress upon you, again, your subconscious, what you're working towards and what you're moving towards every day. So that's something that you can do. You can even just keep it in Pinterest and even just do a screenshot of it so that you have that and you can save that as your background. It doesn't have to be complicated, okay? But I recommend doing that. The other thing that I recommend doing is I recommend having a written planner and physically writing down in different months when you're gonna be doing different things or how you're gonna be achieving these things. Having daily, weekly, monthly goals and having them written in is a sure way that you're gonna show up. Whether or not you actually complete it on that day, you will get it done, okay? So those are two things that I really recommend doing, okay? And then the other thing that I recommend doing too is really focusing on what the domino is going to be. So if you have an area of your life that you really want to change, what's the domino going to be that's going to just flow into the other? So for example, in my own life, it's quiet time and intimacy with God. That informs how I'm going to show up in every other area. So that's gotta be non-negotiable. That, for me, has to be an area that is something that I'm seeking the kingdom first, I'm waking up early for it, it sets the tone of my day, it informs my marching orders, if you will, and how I'm going to accomplish these other goals. So that's a domino for me. So as I show up and get stronger in that area, then I take better care of my health and I take better care of my service and how I contribute. It rolls into all the others. So I recommend finding what your domino is too, so that you can pay attention on focusing on that every day when you're scheduling. Okay. So I know that this is deep. This is powerful. We went through a lot. Just to recap, we wrote down Well, let me break it down. First and foremost, you are anointed, but you are only anointed to do what you are uniquely designed and created to do by God for his glory. Okay. (laughs) And there's things likely in your life that have given you glimpses of destiny, of who you are here to be and become. All right. And The year will change when you value things differently. So it's really important, the exercises that we went through today were to help you recognize what you valued, what you pursued, what you focused on, where you fell short, what you want to work on, what you want to pursue, what you want to focus on, okay, for this year. So the exercise we went through is labeling different life areas and scaling them putting them on a life wheel so you actually have a picture of what that looks like and it gives you something measurable that you can evaluate even three months from now. Then we also explored questions so that you could go deeper and ask yourself better questions to get better answers. Then we evaluated where your time is going so that you can be more deliberate about how you spend your time and how you're going to show up and how you're going to schedule things and value things differently by what you prioritize, by what you pursue. Then we talked about how you can write out your top 10 goals, make visuals of those, 
and write them out on your calendar and find the domino that's really going to help you build momentum in your life, okay? And what I want to leave you with now is a couple of thoughts, okay? God values vision. He values vision. He wants his children to prosper in all areas. That looks different to all people, and it's not just financial, okay? Are you seeking God for that vision? A lot of times when we say, well, yeah, I just, I, you know, I wrote this down and I asked God about it, but he didn't tell me anything. A lot of times when we say that, we're not pursuing God. We're not pursuing his answers. Or we didn't even do the last thing that God told us to do. Or maybe our house isn't in order. Maybe different areas in our life aren't in order yet. So we're not even demonstrating that we're ready for more responsibility, that we're ready to steward more vision. So sometimes when God is silent, I find it's because we're not doing what we know to do or we're not even taking initiative. Okay, God has a part and you have a part. So I just want to offer that. The other piece is asking God. God values vision. He values us writing the vision and making it plain, okay, so that we can do our part and move forward in faith, right? Faith moves forward as if it's already done active faith. (laughs) You actually put some skin in the game. You actually have something on the line. Okay. So what is, what is God's vision for these different areas of your life? Have you ever asked him? What is his perspective on those areas? You have your perspective. Other people might have their perspective, but have you ever asked God, what is his perspective? What does he see possible for you? What does he want to do through you? God's glory is revealed in us and through us to the world. So a lot of times we're not waiting on God to do something in our world. He's waiting on us to catch up to what he wants to do through us. (laughs) That comes from reading his word, developing relationship with him, taking steps of obedience, following divine inspiration, building a track record with God. Get the vision from him. He does have a vision for you. You can hear him, but you have to pursue that more than you would pursue any other thing. Okay. And then lastly, take the pressure off. Anything that we're trying to force or figure out or kind of manipulate or control, we're short circuiting. Nothing divine flows from that. So just surrender, release that, invite God to show you. An example of this, a lot of times there's the great book that's out there, Start With Why. I totally believe in that. You have to know what's motivating you, what's driving you, why you are pursuing something. But the first thing that comes to mind is probably the answer. (laughs) We don't have to make that complicated and ask God if you're having trouble to change any desire in you that doesn't align with his desires for you. God can do that. As you pursue him in his heart, he will change yours 100%. So you can pray and ask God to help him desire his best in your life and not settle for anything less. This is a beautiful new year and you can live in and experience the wonderful new every day, but it helps by starting with God, starting with God, starting with his vision, 
starting with his clarity, because that will give you the confidence to build new momentum and do exploits with him, right? So I just want to offer this exercise today. Again, if you want to do a deeper dive, I know that this is just barely scratching the surface for a lot of you, and so it should be. But can you imagine if you actually start doing this work, how it will radically change your life? Literally every area, here for it. Just saying. So if you do want to do a deeper dive, there are life coaching services available on my website. So if you've not gone to julianapage.com, go check that out. Another thing that I offer is called the God's Vibes Mastermind. So if spiritual development, spiritual personal development, if really aligning with God and prioritizing God in every single area of your life and getting God results in your life is something that you're here for, that is going to be something that you want to apply for. We have our next round starting at the end of the month. So that is something to go apply for. Applications are now open. You can find more information about that also over at julianapage.com. All right, guys, I hope this exercise was a blessing to you. And until next time, stay blessed.